Uh, Jay, before we get started, I'm going to check our ratings. <laughs> you think between the last time we did a podcast and this one? Um, yeah, we got three new ones, and I think they were good. Okay, good. So the moral of the story is, shamelessly begging actually works sometimes. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Reality Bites. This is Megan and Jay. Part two of the tell-all. Last night, we had made it down the home stretch. The finish line was in sight, and today we have crossed it. The race is over. Season seven of 90 Day Fiance is a wrap. Kind of mercifully, I feel like, at this point. Yeah, we were all ready for it to be over. Yeah, we were all like, please, was. please just let it end by now. But I'll say, you know, as over it as I kind of was, I've made it this far. Right. Because there was that part of me that last night was like, I really don't feel like watching another hour, two hours of this show. I know, it was super short, and it kind of was a little anti... I mean, it was interesting, but it was a little anticlimactic. Well, they don't... They only focused on three of the couples last night. Right. Really. And Robert just seemed to want to chime in on everything. <laughs> All of a sudden, Robert is a relationship expert. The guy the guy <laughs> who has probably been the biggest disaster on this show suddenly has all the answers. He's like, I've been in many relationships, many of which end with children. Let me tell you what I know. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> please give us all your wisdom and knowledge, Robert. We're thirsting for it. Uh, let's start with Blake and Jasmine. Nothing new to report. Absolutely nothing. I don't know why they held them over for another... <laughs> why did we have to revisit them in part two of the tell-all? There was no new information. It was really just like, Jasmine, you claim you're not this ice queen that we all perceive you to be. Like, give us something <laughs> to prove to us that you have a personality. And she just still, I, she's like incapable of it, claims that it's just a finished thing. I feel like they're shy shaming her. She says she's shy. Do you believe that, that that's the case? That after being on the show for this long that she's still shy? Or do you think maybe the experience hasn't been what she thought it was going to be? Therefore, she's like, meh. I think it's a mixture of both. Because, you know, when uh, they finished talking to Blake's best friend and his wife or whatever, mm -hmm. she was really quick to say, you know, with all these people looking at me and me talking, it makes me very nervous. I I'd be much more comfortable if I was in their position where they're basically just Skyping in and I could talk a little more comfortably. Sure. Okay. But at the same time, the story that we're getting from Everett and his wife hasn't changed, which is she has made zero effort on or off camera to get to know us. And the, the general sentiment, the vibe that she gives off is that she doesn't have time for us. We are below beneath her. Okay. Let me bring Everett and Rita in. Hey, guys. Hey. What was your first impression of Jasmine? Um, first impression, we were excited to meet her. We figured it was the jet lag. She was tired, the flight, the trip. You know, she needed to rest and catch up with the change. So do you think she has tried to learn about you and become friends? Um, not yet. So do you guys think it's just a cultural thing? Um, I can't say cultural thing, no. Um, it's just personality trait. I know my friends because, like I said, they're like family to me. I know her. I know what, you know. But they don't seem they very are. enthusiastic about her. So, Jasmine, tell folks why you're you're not this cold person that you've been portrayed as being. Which is the Finnish thing. I'm, like, Finnish person, people are like me. I'm not like outgoing. I'm more like shy and like by myself. So you know what I would like that I feel like they're a little derelict in exploring is how her relationship with Blake's mom went because obviously they spent a lot of time together and so that would give me a better insight because it might just be sometimes you just don't vibe with people sometimes there's people you just feel like you don't want to really get to know or absolutely and I will say Everett's wife can come off a little combative yeah a little catty 
little little like aggressive in the you know what's wrong with you why don't what what did we ever do to you what's your problem well, Everett did say does she not have ears like how could she not like our music oh come on Everett yeah Everett and Rita who by the way are a beautiful couple uh, yeah um just not really getting along with Jasmine and I think you're right if they had brought Blake's mom on and had said you lived with Jasmine prior to them getting married tell us what she was like when the cameras weren't around tell us about some of the endearing qualities that viewers didn't get to see on the show and then maybe that would have given us a little more insight because having Rita and Everett come on was not convincing whatsoever that she's not the person she's been portrayed to be throughout this season. I I do think the point that they made, though, which is we've known him for a really long time and he won't listen to anything that we have to say at this point, and we know that. We just hope that he's not completely blind to what's going on and is realizing that they don't have anything in common. It does seem... I would also like to see what... I think they should explore it. Or I guess they could... Right, yes, exactly. So show us what you guys like to do together. Right, right. Tell us about when you guys go out for a date night. How do you enjoy, how do you spend time together on the weekends? Tell us about some of the fun things you guys do. And see, I don't know if that's the show's fault or if that's, you know, Blake's fault because it's Blake. He definitely takes the initiative to be like, hey, let's go to Everett's birthday party. Let's go to this concert I'm doing. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Does he ever say, hey, let's go do what you'd like to do or what? What does she like to do? I don't nothing. know. Nothing. She likes to do, she says she likes to be by herself and do nothing. She likes to do yoga, right? Doesn't she? you like to and meditate yeah meditate and eat yogurt and berries celery i don't i mean i don't know <laughs> uh but blake and jasmine are that couple who like i said at the very least their body language was on point like they were she had her arm interlocked right. with his and and that seemed good to me but i still look at her and i just i don't know i don't know any other people from finland so maybe <laughs> she is correct maybe it is that people from finland are just quiet and private and shy and but if that's the case then why would you even agree to go on the show in the first place so that's where i was thinking about that yesterday as well it's like why would they agree to it and it kind of feels like maybe blake's like hey i'm trying to do this thing in la we need a little shine for my music group we're gonna be a young couple starting off you know it's gonna be a thousand dollars each episode you know this might be a good opportunity and yeah, she just kind of reluctantly you add it up i mean there were 13 episodes and two parts right. to the tell-all so that's fifteen thousand dollars if in fact they get paid a thousand dollars an episode and i think it's a little bit more at this point right and he's already living with his brother she's living at his mom's house so it's not like they're spending a lot of money like on rent and stuff so that's money they but can they're look- married now so they are living on their own we assume in that apartment right but that- i'm saying that fifteen thousand is a, a nice little nest egg to kind of start off right and we, as far as we know their record label isn't isn't turning out the hits so like i don't know how much money they're making at their record label uh no offense blake but yeah i just you're right if it if it's to me though doing a show like 90 day fiance isn't worth it if you're just in it for the money because it's not enough money for the scrutiny that you put your relationship under and well we see they're probably the most vocal about how it has cast them in a negative light and so like we've been saying right now this might have been kind of a proof of concept of oh we tried this oh we really hated this now we're kind of regretting that we did this even if we did get some money because people are looking at us like i'm a ice queen jerk and yeah. a herb yeah and we interviewed i don't remember if it was danielle or molly who are former 90 day fiance cast members and one of them made that point and said you don't come on this show for the money because there's not enough of it to make it worth it right 
But if, in fact, he was like, oh, maybe this can be some exposure for my music. Maybe it can be a little bit of money. I don't know. Maybe with her trying to be an Instagram influencer or whatever she's posting on social media maybe she thought oh that can elevate my status on social media which you know the more followers you have i guess the more money you get paid for promoting things on instagram i don't know it doesn't seem like it would be worth it to me and i would be curious to ask them now do would you do it all over again or do would you say "Mm, not for us i'm feeling jasmine is definitely out yeah i have a feeling she's definitely out All right, so the other couple that we talked to a little bit more last night, Angela and Michael. And again, what I said on the last episode, I will say again, when it comes time to check in with other people who made appearances on the show, that to me, after I actually watched the scene, I was like, I think this is completely staged. The fact that they were, those three guys sat there and it was their reaction to her, the way they were like giggling and laughing the whole time, because if it were me and my friends and they're is some person on a screen standing up and yelling the look on my face would be a little bit more like is this really happening if if in real life i think it they were brought on specifically so that she could have an outburst she knew all of this was going to happen and she did what she does to stay relevant on the show absolutely and i don't think she cares because angela was the one who used who was on a former episode of jerry springer she is okay with doing things for sensationalism i mean she started off i mean and we kind of anticipated it was going to go that route regardless of if she did start off but she started off by being like hey goofballs you guys have been going back and forth about this for a long time so what is it that you guys have uh against angela we've been supporting with uh, with this relationship with angela but along the line angela changed because you're always in our business Hello, pumpkin, 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 pumpkin. Y'all have pumpkin. never been his friend. And if I would have been there and you called me trashy, bitch, there would have been more in the glass flying out your hand. And speaking of trashy, I'm the classiest, trashiest bitch you'll ever meet. Remember that, baby. And I own that. It's not you know, right no, What'd you say? Call me trashy face to face. I'll call you trashy. I'll call you pumpkin. Bitch, give me a break. You know better. You know better, Mom. There, y'all yeah, nothing to play with. I don't even know you. Well, what are you Angela. gonna listen? You're gonna stand up, Angela. sit your damn broke ass down. Angela. Sit down. I you know that this trashy <laughs> bitch. Remember this, baby. Now go giggle your ass, cut him off, and I'll walk out this. I put you on this bitch, and I'll take you off this son of a bitch. Cut him off. I'll walk out this. You'll walk out too, Michael. 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 Let's go, Michael. Even the host, Michael, Michael, Michael. I mean, it just, the whole thing felt really fake to me. And I guess it's possible that they edited some things out so it looked like she was fine one second and then exploded, went from zero to 60 and went to that place of kiss my trashy white ass. You know what I mean? But I think she was performing. I honestly believe that that was 100% like listen we're gonna bring him on you know what we what we love about angela is this unapologetic woman who isn't afraid to stand up for herself and i i believe that it was like this is your moment to be angela and yeah that whole tirade about well if they're not off the screen we're leaving well last tell all you did leave and it wasn't a problem so why all of a sudden is this the tell all where you have to be here and her whole like 
I brought you into this. I'll oh take you gosh. out of it. I hate it when people do that. Yeah. Because it's very like, I made you, I can break you, which come, like, this is 90 Day Fiance, Angela, and the goofballs have not exactly made it, so there's nothing to break, right. just so we're clear. And maybe that's just a fundamental difference between me and Angela, is that if, if someone really actually called me trashy on a TV show, and I'm sitting there, I'd be like, you know, I, I understand that I'm from a small town in Georgia, mm-hmm. and if that is your perception of me, like... I, I would like an opportunity to prove to you that I'm not a trashy person, that that I legitimately care about your friend and that we are are very serious about building a future together. It wouldn't be to like fly off the handle like right. that. But again, I'm not Angela. But even if you were to get upset, like the level we've always said it, the level that she goes is far up and above and beyond like what any kind of rational person would do. Like other totally. people other people on the show have been insulted somewhat. And and we'll get defensive. And they get defensive. And we'll stand up for themselves and answer back. But they're not up there like you know, like smacking their butt, like you can kiss my blah blah blah, right. and I'm out of here. And which is why I suspect that the whole thing right. was just for the show, right? And I and I have a feeling that they had kind of already talked about how they were going to play it out because even Michael, like his response to it, that was super weird. Was like super weird. Come on, Michael, let's go. And like, where, Michael, where's he going to go? Like, <laughs> right. you just want him to leave the room or what? Like, it was much like the camera incident with the porn star in the tell-all with Annie and uh, Robert, where he's like, oh, let's turn this camera off now oh, we can't yeah, talk yeah. about it and yeah. it's kind of like what are, you, what are you doing right and to pre-orchestrate Close something like that <laughs> and if that is the case if in fact it was all staged then angela might be the smartest one on this show uh, because her outburst was the most memorable thing about the whole tell-all and i mean she's been on 90 day fiance 90 day fiance before the 90 days yep. twice yep. i mean she's coming up for a fourth season like she has persisted throughout so she might be yeah she might have figured out cracked the code the longevity on 90 day fiance code how you can keep yourself on a show like that because again we've had questions about her finances all season long and if she's done this show now coming up on a third fourth time you know she's coming up on at least 45 grand fifty thousand dollars which 15 grand to film a season isn't a lot but when you're talking about fifty thousand dollars up over time you know she's still working so this this is probably what supplements her trips to nigeria most likely and the Botox and those weird burn IPL laser treatment burns on her chest and I I feel like we might be getting swindled by Angela the same way I think Darcy gets over dramatic and she drinks too much and she cries in every episode because she just wants love and why doesn't anybody love her that's what keeps us wanting more from her as annoying as it is I think Angela is doing the exact same thing and we judge her inaccurately because I think she's playing the game right. and I think she's just playing along almost like she's a character and she's playing a role on the show just a suspicion just a theory that being said you know these relationships are real if she if what we heard is true and she went back over to Nigeria and married the guy she's she's now married to him so there's a certain degree of acting and playing into the storyline i think but the thing that i always go back to that i love about 90 day fiance is that these are real people and real couples right absolutely and last but not least oh boy okay so we pick back up with mike and natalie and th- this is just like beating a dead horse at this point they won't stop alluding to something what 
is it? Just tell us what happened because it you was keep a betrayal. Making these leading statements, and but I won't say anything else. And it's like, okay, this is getting old. Like I almost don't even care what happened at this point. <laughs> Mike knows what he's done, and it's bad enough where I won't talk to him, but I won't tell you what it is. And that has got to be one of my pet peeves. Like I know something you don't know, but I can't tell you, or I won't say. It's like, well, you can't dangle the carrot. Like, give us the stupid carrot. Tell us. So the big secret is that there were some moments he hurt me a lot uh, and Michael knows what was the moments I'm not gonna discuss it here I have feelings for Mike but let's say I love myself more you were engaged to Mike you were going through the K-1 visa process when you started that process did you love him yes so are you saying that you fell out of love? There were different uh, moments that happened between us uh, and uh, it kind of pushed me away a bit and made me think. Mike, tell us what happened. What did you do? Okay, so at this point, we finally get the story. Mike's best friend was getting married, and the night before the wedding, he was supposed to stay at her house with her and her soon-to-be husband. The night before the wedding, the soon-to-be husband decided to go with his friends, so Mike stayed at their house, said that he slept on the couch, then called Natalie and said, by the way, her husband never came home, so I just stayed on the couch, and Natalie got upset because he spent the night in the house with his best friend who is a female just the two of them alone in the house and she doesn't even really know what happened but apparently mike's best friend and natalie wound up exchanging messages and going at it on facebook now keep in mind this happened a year prior i called natalie it's not true we cannot talk because it's not uh, true and it's no point to talk you're thinking he was cheating with the woman who was getting married the next day? Oh, uh, if she tells you some details, you would understand. She got mad at me that I stayed. Natalie was pretty much assuming that we slept together. And then no, they went at, they went at each other's husband. throats. Michael, you were with this woman. By you, by only you and this woman. Why you lied to me? Why you said her husband is going to be there? Because her husband, husband was supposed to be there. there. I didn't lie. I, I didn't. I, that was the plan. That was the plan. He was supposed to be there. I didn't know he wasn't. I would never wake up in a house with a man and only me and this man in the house. I would never do this to you. Never. No matter what you say to me, it's friend or not friend. Why, why you said uh, your husband was going to be there? Except for him. He never was there. I told you that. I didn't lie to you. This is not new information to Natalie. This is something that she has known about all along. Here's what my theory on this whole, you know, oh, I have to let everyone know that there's more to this story now. Right. When Mike went to Kiev, showed up in the Ukraine at the beginning of this season, she already knew that information. Right. It had already happened in the past. And if you'll remember, when he arrived, she was in a great mood. She mm-hmm. was happy to see him. My love. No problem. They get up the next morning. They talk about babies. Mike says no. And here we go. Things start to take a turn. Right. So all of a sudden, this trip, nothing pretty much goes her way. Mm. And I suspect that her like, oh, never mind. Then if you're not going to believe what I believe and you're not going to give me a baby right away and you're not going to conform to how I want you to do things, then I'm going to have a change of heart. But I'm going to use this excuse about what happened a year ago because otherwise. How did it even come up? Like how would something that happened a year ago that you guys have maybe not settled on, but, you know, at least it's 
just not in the forefront of your interactions on a day-to-day basis, all of a sudden during this trip just become reignited. All of a sudden, that's the real issue here, that you can't trust him and he betrayed you. But again, leading up to him coming back to Washington. It was all heart-shaped signs right, and, and kisses. Un- until she wasn't getting her way and decided that she was going to try to punish him and withhold her affection and try to, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, you know what you did. You know that there's there's something else. And I'm not going to say any more details. And it's like, mm, I'm not really buying it. Right. That being said, I don't know if I could continue to marry someone who thinks that aliens are gods. <laughs> <laughs> so we revisit this. The, the possible <laughs> cheating scandal, notwithstanding the aliens. That are gods. might be the deal breaker for me. I think at that point I'd be like, mm, you know what? Like, I mean, I laugh about it, but I'm surprised that it's not a deal breaker for her because she is very, very, you know, religious. She's definitely very much in her belief system on God yep. and Christianity. Yep. And so usually people, you know, who have it, whether you're Muslim or Christian or Buddhist, when you have your certain belief system, Someone who believes something that's so far away from where so you are. So out there. So out there. You're like, uh. Like, I could forgive the slicked back hair. <laughs> I could forgive the debt. I could forgive the possible infidelity. I could forgive the atheism. I don't, I mean, I don't have a problem. Believe what you want to believe. If you don't believe in God, that's fine. But that. The aliens thing to me is where I go, hmm. It's just weird. At, you just know, odd. At social interactions with other people, it's weird. Like when they showed the clip again of him meeting her friends and he's explaining the alien thing. And even the panel is just kind of like, oh, oh, aliens. Oh, okay. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. And he doesn't do himself any favors when he tries to explain and justify his beliefs any further. I would be like, yeah, I just believe in aliens. I believe that there could be life out there. Like if that were my belief. But he he goes on to like, well, I think aliens are gods and I think they're way smarter. They're highly. And I'm like, OK, now this this is different level of. And the thing, the way he says it, you know, there has to be more to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. We're just scratching the surface of his belief system. Sure. And I wonder if there's more like involvement so far as him and the aliens and the beliefs. Like date night on a Saturday, we're putting on our tinfoil helmets <laughs> right. and we're going to go run around in the desert looking for UFOs. Like, I don't want to do that with you. Right. I don't feel like it's just something that. <laughs> you know like oh i kind of think that you know just a general belief is different than an obsession with something that you have spent hours and hours of your time having conspiracy theories about and watching these ufo documentaries and i I, you listen mike seems like a nice enough guy the good news is they left off on a fairly positive note, which the way they ended the season, his energy was really shut down and closed really off. Even when we came into the couple's tell-all, he was like, he's one of those people that cannot hide his emotions. He absolutely cannot. Just sitting there like with the, with the head to the side and the shoulders kind of hunched forward and man. Like old girl's really good about, Natalie's very good about, you know, kind of being whatever mood she needs to be in at the moment like she can turn it on and off pretty quickly yeah i mean she pretended to be relatively calm and level-headed last night i mean with the exception of the getting emotional which listen this happened a year ago like all of a sudden you're crying about the betrayal which do you think that's a betrayal i mean is it appropriate no absolutely it's not appropriate 
But like, if he's telling the truth and the three of them were supposed to stay at his best friend's house because Mike was her man of honor and then her soon-to-be groom just doesn't come home and decides to go stay with his friends, we don't know where this wedding was taking place. What if it was out of town and Mike didn't have anywhere else to go? Then again, she made it sound like there were other details which do seem to incriminate him and suggest that something inappropriate did happen. He says nothing happened and I feel like they could have clarified a lot of that because I do want to know more about this message that she supposedly got from Mike's friend. Right, they cut her off when she was saying it and then they never went back to it. It was just kind of like, oh well. Like, hello, can you at least tell us what the message said? So I think that would uh, that would hold a lot of weight into how the situation actually went. Sure. I mean, there is a possibility, you know, that he did cheat on her. I don't necessarily think that that is what happened. I mean, I can very easily see The him. night before this chick's wedding? Come on. Oh, well, you don't know if they were drinking. You know, sometimes best friends have always kind of wondered about the other... I mean, it's. I think it's a possibility. I'm not saying that it's I think... A, it, sure, anything's I, possible. I generally don't think that it did happen, but I could see how I know that, you know, if it was me and my wife, she'd be pissed if oh, I was like, oh, I spent the night at my best friend's house. It's just a girl who I know forever, and but nothing happened. She'd be like, okay, yeah. And her soon-to-be groom was supposed to be there, but he didn't wind up coming home, so right, it was just like, the two oh, of us. Real convenient. And I'm sure if it was flipped, I'm sure if... It, she spent the night at somebody's house, yeah. some guy's house, and yeah. he found about it. I'm sure Mike would not be too happy about it either. So I can understand that, but for it to be a year ago and for it to still be this much of an issue. Yes. But again, I don't think it is. I think that was her excuse right. for her behavior. Right. And it's like, oh, then now maybe people will side with me a little bit more He's if like, I no share baby. this. She's getting upset. He doesn't like to work out. She's getting upset. He doesn't believe in the same religion, even though I'm trying to get him to. She's upset. Okay, well, you know what? Now I'm upset because you might have cheated a year ago possibly even because this incident happened and as much as this season felt like dying a slow death we ended last night with psychic angela (laughs) claiming that she has psychic powers and abilities (laughs) predicting that things are going to be okay between mike and natalie and we end with him on a hopeful note saying that he wished he could go over there buy a ticket get on a plane go see natalie hug her and just i guess pretend like crazy natalie is not a real thing and just easily forget that he's about to wind up with a certified nut job i mean but is he so far off with the alien no i think actually they're probably perfect for each other at this point and the good news is we are now done with season seven of 90 day fiance like we said on the last podcast episode a new season of before the 90 days is going to kick off this sunday night and this season looks good it is i'm excited about this five star reviews five star reviews <laughs> find reality bites on apple Podcasts, google play wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and subscribe